0: Welcome to episode three of On the Throne, podcast covering your LA Kings and Ontario reign, hockey in Southern California. I'm Vance Longarini. That's Riker Jordan. Yo. And Tanner Pitts.
1: What's up, boys?
0: The birthday boy, by the way. What about the wants- ladies? Oh. Yeah, what about the ladies, Tanner?
1: Um, yeah, what about the ladies? <laughs> well, which one is a lady?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you're talking to more than just us.
1: Yeah. Exactly. We, ha-
0: we have women that listen to this podcast. At least one. At least one. Alright, so we have some fun stuff for this episode. Not a lot of King's News because it's August. And we were just waiting and waiting for Anderson and, and uh, Dursey to sign. Jesus. Spend it out. Trying, man. Trying. But uh, they still have yet to do it, which means they're going to sign their contract tomorrow morning. I guarantee it. Right after this podcast is done recording. It'll be... Signed yeah. on both. Um, but let's just get into it. Yeah, we start off with contracts and talk about what has happened, and then what we expect to happen, and we'll go from there. We do have a fun little game that we're going to play, something fun for everybody else to join into later. But for right now, Riker, you want to start us off with uh, the first piece of news that we have.
2: Well, first off, Mikey Anderson and Sean Dursey will sign. Not worried about it. Just sucks that they haven't yet. Just ready for this off season to be over. I want training camp to start, but uh, Velarde signing. I figured it would be about that. I think it's um gonna be a make it or break it year for him. I don't. He's kind of running out of runway, which sucks. He's one of my favorite prospects, but like at some point, you got to either earn the playing time or move on. So we'll see what happens with him.
0: <clears throat> Do you think that Velarde is gonna? show up big this year
2: uh i would hope so i mean i thought he showed a bunch of flashes last year i just for whatever reason todd didn't want to play him and and he was going up and down learning how to play wing but like it seemed like every time he was on the ice in his eight minutes of ice time he'd get a game he fucking he'd make one or two plays where you're just like wow nobody on the kings besides him makes that play
0: right yeah
2: and uh just got to see it all come together. I would love to see him take a permanent role in the Kings roster.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah, I would too. I'd love that. Tanner, what's your opinion on Uh
1: Pretty much Riker said it, man. Make it or break it for him. This is what, his third or his fourth pro year, Technically. Technically? Technically. I just hope he gets the chance, man. Like more than eight minutes. I've said it from the start. I want to see fifty five, thirteen, and thirty four on the line and just see what those kids can do. Cause I'm with Riker. I love Velarde, One of the one of my favorite prospects. Definitely probably one of the most skilled prospects. Um it's make it or break it for him. I hope it I hope he makes it. He's just
2: uh one of those guys that yeah, sure, he's not the best skater, but you get him in the, get him the puck in the offensive zone behind the net and just watch him go to work. Puck possession in his hands. and He just always makes plays for his teammates. And uh, just the Kings need more of that. It's just they need to learn how to utilize him, put him on a line with guys that can go get him the puck, and let him specialize in creating chances for
0: him. So, one thing that I want to say, because I was, I was driving to work today, and I was listening to uh, Kings of the Podcast, and uh, you know, the mayor was doing Sundays. what he does. Uh Me, I work on Sundays.
1: I actually work today, too. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, um, so I'm listening hey, to them. You guys work on Sundays? Yeah, dude. Oh.
2: that's so work cool.
1: on every day ending in why, brother. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fucking lie.
0: <laughs> you didn't work on your Anyways, birthday. Anyways,
2: back to what you were saying.
0: Just saying birthday ends in Y. Anyway, Um, so the mayor's talking about how, you know, Twitter is quick to jump the gun, kind of being a little dumb, uh, saying that Iofalo should be traded to make cap room so that we could sign, you know, Anderson and Jersey and bring in someone else. And he made some good points. But I think what he said also really speaks to the level that some people feel about Villardi, And this is what it is. The mayor said that that Ayofalo uh, won't be moved because what happens if you get an injury to your top six? Who else do you have that can play confidently in the top six? And my first thought was not Ayofalo. My first thought was that's where Velarde should go immediately. Next season, why wouldn't Velarde play that? Why would you put Ayofalo there and not the kid that has equally, if not more than most talent, or the most talent for anybody in his age range. So it just makes me wonder if that's what his take on it is, is that we have to keep you know, a four-something million-dollar contract on the third line just in case someone on the top six goes down. Why wouldn't you give that to a prospect that is just begging to get in but can't weasel his way into the lineup somehow? You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: Yeah, to me, it's like Iofalo has always been a third-line player. He's always like, that's just who he is. A good, not good, great two way forward that, you know, can score some goals here and there, but he's not a great playmaker. He's not, he doesn't have a great shot. You know, he's just really good two way (laughs) and he's going to do a lot of things you want, but he's a third line player. And the only reason he was playing top six is because the Kings didn't have top six wingers at the time. Like Mary said, all right. No, you're good. Um, it's just, if if somebody in the top six goes down, you're 100% right. There's Villardi, there's Kupari, there's Fagamo, like, Kaliev, all, all all those guys could be in the top six over follow. I don't care if they need to, you know, they're going to hurt the team in the short term when, in the long term, it's going to, like, that's where they need to be playing.
1: They're all 100%. a better answer than fucking Andreas Athanasu. Oh, Athanasu. God. But the mayor also said, too, for like the last two years on his podcast, he says, I follow is not a top six player. He's a placeholder. Right. Until someone goes and takes that spot away from him.
0: But why wouldn't you clear that space? I mean, obviously, they might have their doubts about Villardi, but why not give him 20 games to show it or get out? Why are you toying with the kid? I think that's it's the part not, that really, they're not toying. Well, The I
2: follow thing is, is like he's there because he could play at a high level. He could play top six if needed. He's not going to score as much as you want. But at the same time, it's making those kids earn those minutes instead of just here. Now that we have an injury, you're just playing 18 minutes a night. Like, you know, they have to earn those minutes. And like I said it. earlier, hopefully Villardi can earn more playing time under whatever Todd wants him to do and that he hasn't been doing for, like, you know, whatever's been going on. He needs to do it so he can earn those minutes.
0: No, hundred percent. But if you're the you know fourteenth forward, you're not earning anything. You're just warming a bench or sitting in the suite. You know.
2: Uh, I mean, you're saying that, but they practice almost every day. Right. Todd sees them every day in practice. Of so, course, like, they but have practice time. is different. They have from... chances to earn it. They yeah. still have chances to earn it.
0: But I mean, it's just it's hard to look at that, and like, I'm super excited about Fiala, right? scoring Not left, every, every king's fan is every single king's fan is all of the media is dumping like all the chips forward for him but if you look at his first few years in the nhl tell me that doesn't look like gabe velarde
2: no i mean they're completely different players but like they're totally different players. if you want if you want to use a king's example look at kempe it took him five seasons
1: right but Kempe's... five
2: nhl seasons to finally get going like it takes time sometimes for prospects
1: they're the same age too aren't they
2: no, I think Kempes is a little older. Oh, you mean of Fiala? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah I think they're, they're
0: the same age. I think they're a year uh-huh. different from each other. I think uh, Kempes is a year younger. I'm not sure.
1: Probably. I think Viala's starting 26 and Kempes 25.
0: The only reason I'm saying that though is because he like had a really slow start to his professional career, but he played on you know the Nashville Predators in 15, 16, 16, 17. He didn't have Which a really lot good. of a lot of goals. Like, in 2016 and 17, Fiala had 54 games and 11 goals. Or, yeah, 11 goals, 16 points. Like, that looks like Velarde to me. And maybe I'm crazy or I'm looking at it with a bias, but I just feel like if you're going to give anybody that's on the bubble a shot, it should be Velarde at at this point. That's why I I kind of said that.
2: Before we just keep rambling on about it, like, It's a make-it-or-break-it year, regardless. Either he gets playing time and he shows him stuff, like he showed flashes. Well, now put it together. Show everybody what you got so you earn a spot. Or he doesn't, but I don't see them trading IFOLO or anything until next offseason. Maybe the trade deadline, but I doubt it.
0: Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I just thought it was interesting that that was was his answer. You know? Yeah. Instead of like... I'm more... I'm more curious to see what happens with Jad at
2: this point. Like, Velarde, I, I, he, we talked about it. He's got to earn it. Jad, is like he, in my opinion, has always been the fourth-line center of the future. Like, every time you watch him play, you're like, oh, he's a perfect fourth-line center, perfect bottom six player. Then he tears it up in the AHL all of last season, and then they re-signed Blake Lazotte, who deserved it and stuff. But it's like, so what is, like, what's Jad's future looking like? Is he going to be a winger on the fourth line? But then it's like, okay, well, they have Grunstrom and and Lemieux now, so it's just like, I, like that's more of a interesting question to me than Velarde at this point.
0: Yeah, you think that's the more is, yeah, I mean, I definitely can go with it. I just,
2: I just always, I, don't know. I always thought Blake Lazot was a placeholder for Jad, and then like they resigned Blake Lazot because he was amazing last season, and it's like, okay, well, like Jad's out of waivers, like what are we doing with Jad now? He needs to be playing, you know, like he had 20-something goals in the AHL last
1: season. I think Velarde's going to get a shot early this season. I really do. And then if he doesn't oh, he oh. doesn't produce, I think they're going to move on from him. He's getting traded. It's just weird to trade at first, or a
0: first-round pick that's that high with that much potential for nothing.
1: Look at
2: Leah Sanderson, same draft. King's got him for a second-round pick. He just picked higher than Velarde. Really?
0: Wait, I did not know that.
1: He was like third yeah, overall, he's... right, or sixth? No, overall, right? he was
2: like sixth or seventh overall in the same draft. Yeah, to the Rangers. What? Yep. Well, today another learned... guy fighting for bottom six spot in the Kings.
1: That guy's a lot of potential too, man. I just—that's I, I what I mean. He,
2: him and Vlardy to me are in the same boat. They show they're <laughs> so both many so flashes, good. Yeah, but they can't. It's like they can't either gain the trust of the coaches or they can't like just, I, like in Leah Anderson's case like he's had a hard time staying healthy too but they just can't put it all together
0: dude that's crazy i, I that just blew my mind i had no idea that he was drafted higher than Velardi
2: yep. Velardi was projected to be a top 3 pick in that draft but his back issues were the reason he fell and his skating but yeah i'm over i'm over about skating it's so fucking annoying
0: yeah i'm with you on that you don't make it to the NHL by being a bad skater. You're just not as good as everybody else in that way.
1: Yeah, that was my excuse, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think you were a good skater. I watched you in that Will Ferrell movie. It was pretty good.
1: You like that, huh? Yeah.
0: Blades of Fury, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Who That's was in cool. that with them?
0: I don't know. What, Owen Wilson or something?
1: No, I not know. It was no. that one
0: kid. Who was that, what was that guy's name?
1: Oh, the Napoleon Dynamite guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the Yeah, guy. that's right. Oh, yeah. what am I thinking? Owen Wilson and Wolfair? What are these? Because in he had
0: there? a he had a similar wedding cut. crashers.
1: Wedding crashers. Yeah. yeah. No, that, Yeah, that yeah crashers.
0: crashers.
2: Yeah, he was in it. He didn't have a big part, but he was in it.
1: <laughs> Mom. week. The meatloaf. <laughs> oh yeah 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 yeah. And yeah, that's Vince Vaughn, dude. What a great movie, dude. All Before right, you so. Guys see Jad, though. I don't know. Do
2: you think, he, you think he takes a spot on the fourth line?
1: I think it's gonna be him and Lemieux rotating for that wing spot. Because you know Lazat's I mean, playing center, so Jad's gonna have to play wing. I mean, Jad played wing injury. a
2: lot in the AHL last season. I don't think that's an issue.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's going to play wing. Lazatin be your center, and then it's just going to be whoever's playing best is probably going to play, and whoever's sucking is not going to play.
0: I really think it comes down to training camp. I think it's. Oh, that, I'm excited that, about training camp. Yeah, me too. I think we it's that almost week. Is going to be you're right. We should. I really should. I mean, We're we should players. try to. Yeah,
2: I mean that. Are we? Of course. I wonder where the rookie tournament is. If it's in San Jose this year.
0: I mean, it usually is. That'd be cool. That's closer. No, they move it around.
1: It was in Phoenix, wasn't it, like last year or something?
0: Yeah. Last year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The tournament was in. I keep thinking of the. Or Anaheim.
2: It's either in Anaheim, San Jose, or San Jose this year, I'm pretty sure. That'd be a fun, like, go down there for one of the days the Kings play. Well, what is it? If it's San Jose, it's a quicker ride for us, too.
0: That's true. But Ew, what's the like what's the one play. in Utah where the Kings play Vegas?
2: That's the stadium college, series, right? I
0: mean,
2: that's a pre game. Or that's a preseason game.
1: Oh, it was like the Frozen Fury or whatever. Oh yeah, frozen. frozen yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: Frozen Fury. Yeah.
1: I said Frozen Four.
0: Frozen Four, they're all in college now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd love to see something in the preseason too, to watch more of what the kids can do. Maybe see those moments where you know, like Velarde or Jad or any of the kids that are trying to fight for those spots because basically the only thing that's left open is one spot on the roster. If that. I don't know. I don't like it.
1: I oh, that's a... a...
0: Blessing and a curse to too many prospects and
1: not knowing what to do with them, but their value Speaking is too of pros... low. Speaking of prospects, yep, they get re-signed.
2: We've all... Uh... We've all said it, like you're gonna lose some prospects. There's just not gonna be room for everyone.
0: Yeah, it's just it's tough. What do you guys think uh Anderson asked for though? What do you think his going rate is? So <clears throat>
2: I think unless they're somehow trying to work out like a multi year deal, I think they're both probably gonna sign for one year. Anderson's probably gonna get like one point seven five. And I'd say Dersey's gonna get somewhere between 1.25 and 1. 1.5. That's
0: what I was thinking. Exactly what I have.
2: Like Which, they don't have right arbitration rights or anything, so I just don't see them getting much more than that, you know?
0: I think that Anderson has more bargaining power because of the side that he
1: plays on. Well, I uh, just how it's just how like I mean that and he's your top lefty, like well he's only top lefty because Doughty wants him to play there.
0: I, mean, I just some,
2: think they're going to get the longer term deals after this season.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I wonder about that. Is you know, are either one of them going to take like a like a temporary deal that only lasts for a year or two, just until some room can be made on the roster for them? But like, I love Sean there's Jersey. room. I mean, I mean, he's, Anderson
1: has room. He's he's the guy there. Right. Right. But like,
0: it's not like Walker's going to take him yeah. on his offhand and you know come up to be first line. Or first oh, pair. So. It's not gonna happen. But it does make me oh. wonder if if there's gonna be enough room for Dersey, especially with uh it's Brant Clark that's coming up next on the right Jordan side. Jordan Spence. And then you have Jordan Spence and you have it's just there's a lot coming on the right okay, side.
1: Okay Granz.
0: I
2: think uh Sean Dersey gets a one year deal because he still's gotta kinda like prove that last mm-hmm. year wasn't the fluke. So, if anything, he's for sure signing a one-year deal. Mikey Anderson, maybe they somehow work out like a a three- or four-year deal. But, again, I just think that's more going to happen next season when there's more
0: money freed up. I don't think they have the space to be able to do a long-term deal for him, right?
2: They have like four mil. I mean, he's not going to demand a lot. I think uh, if you sign a long-term deal, it's probably going to like I like I said, I don't think it could happen now, but it's probably going to be around that 3. 5, 4, 4 mil a year, just because he doesn't provide any offense, and when you only provide defense, like you only get you know kind of limits you making money wise. That's true, but again, I think it's just going to be one-year deals.
0: Same, yeah, probably, probably. All right. Well, speaking of defensemen, our boy Brent Clark just can't get into that tournament, can he?
2: I I don't get it, man. That's a
1: joke, man. That is such a (laughs) joke, dude.
2: There was a clip of him scrimmaging another, like one of the Canadian teams. I think it was U20 versus U18. He scores a nice goal, you know, holding the puck in at the blue lines. Snipes a goal. And then he's at training camp, and then you're like, oh, he didn't make the team. Whatever. Shocking. It's supposed to be the same team that he didn't make last December, but then As, they lose a guy to injury, and they take a different defenseman from his same draft. Like I just, there's yeah. got to be something going on there, man. Yeah, if he doesn't make the next World Junior team, like this upcoming December, it, it, like the, it's confirmed something happened. He pissed in somebody's Cheerios.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, just if it. he was older, I would guess he was on the other team Canada roster that's all anonymous right now. Uh, dude, that's what I mean. I just, I don't get it. There's, there's something that has to be there, and it's impossible to know for sure, but Kings are always like underrated.
2: Was, he was one of the best, if not the best, 18 year old defenseman in the OHL last season. I don't understand. Like, what does he have to show? Team Canada to make that fucking team.
0: Yeah, I mean I think that's the hard part too with with Canada rosters. Like I guess they're talking about because everything got mixed up because of COVID, like they're giving other guys shots that didn't get to play before and like all this other stuff. But a lot of these guys are in the last eligible year that they have to play in this tournament at all. Brand
1: Clark was the best defenseman and the best junior league in Canada, and he's not making the team. It just makes zero sense.
0: Yeah, I think Kings Rome said I, it proves that he's not even a top 12 defenseman from Canada that's under 20, and they all laughed because it's he obviously projected. ridiculous.
1: He was supposed to be a yeah, top three pick, was wasn't ridiculous. he?
0: Yeah.
2: He was supposed to, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's crazy to me, man. Um, maybe he's just one of those guys too, and Team Canada doesn't like it, that it's just not – like he doesn't look good in practice. Like you get him into a camp setting, and it's just like, oh, yeah, he he shows skills, but like – He's a gamer like his he he plays his best in games. Right. And that's when like he shows his stuff and like I I mean I don't I, that's not a reason to keep somebody off a roster or anything but maybe like he just doesn't practice good. It doesn't but look at all his game tape. Right. Well, I like... mean everything I hear about Brent, Brent Clark is how hard he works so I don't think it's that but like some people just aren't good at doing drills like they don't like it's just not the same as getting into a game and being able to use your hockey sense to Make great plays and stuff. Like I just, I don't know. It's there's it's, it's a weird. Bro. Wasn't yeah. it
0: Jesse Cohen that was talking about? Like people were saying that he skates funny.
2: Yeah, he has a, a awkward skating motion.
0: So, like, I Which wonder, I, I wonder how much the old boys club of Canada is really pushing hard to be like, well, he doesn't fit our mold, so we're not going to put yeah, him okay. in. I, I don't. know. It's just it, either way. It's I don't dumb. think
2: it's that. I think it's I think it's politics. I talked to other buddies about it and they're like, dude, it doesn't make sense. It's gotta just be politics.
0: Yeah, I mean at the end of the day, you it's don't
2: sad, but like you just don't know. Right. Anyways, we get into our game.
0: I think so. Ha. I think so.
2: All right. So you gonna explain to everybody how
0: it works? Yeah, so uh traditional snake draft, for those of you that don't know, because I didn't know for a long time, uh snake draft, you know, order is gonna be uh, tanner then me then Riker. we actually had a duck race that we wish that we would have recorded because it was epic sale um
1: i'm not gonna lie vance won the duck race i did but he deferred uh the number one pick to me for my birthday i just want to say i really appreciate that and i'm honored
0: well you know it's your 30th birthday yesterday
1: technically was, was. but we're I'm celebrating today
0: you are an old man you guys are older than me. That doesn't matter. You are now an old man. <laughs> Welcome to the AARP club, dude. What is it?
1: Sixty-two, thirty-two years, 55,
0: baby. Fifty-five. I think. I don't know. Um. Yeah. Oh, 62 gonna...
1: is like Social Security or something.
0: Something like that. I don't know, man. Sixty-five. I don't
1: know. I'm not that old yet. Okay. Let's get back to how the snake draft works. All right? <laughs> okay.
0: So the order, the order is going to be Tanner, then me, then Riker then Riker again, then me, then Tanner, then Tanner again, then me, then Riker. That's how the snake draft works. We all have For to pick three... Miles. Yes, a starting lineup, three forwards, two defensemen, one goaltender. Now, we have had some talks about how we're going to form this up and make it work. So if, if a player plays that position, they count. So if they play left wing, but they're also a center, you can bring them in as a center unless they never really ever played center then it's not it's it's up for debate and we can call you know bullshit if it doesn't make any sense and
2: left wing right wing doesn't matter
0: right and left D right D doesn't matter so
2: Right, and it doesn't matter how many games they played in a Kings uniform if they played a game in a Kings uniform they're free game they are eligible and you get them for the prime of their career whether it was with the Kings or not with the Kings
0: yep so uh I made the joke about um <clears throat> Kovalchuk. You get Kovalchuk in his prime, even though that definitely wasn't with the Kings.
2: I'm gonna put it out there now. I didn't take Kovalchuk, fuck
1: that guy.
0: Yeah, I didn't pick him either. I you figured... also
1: get prime Daniel Carcillo.
0: Yep, and prime Linden Vey.
1: <laughs> oh god Linden Vey.
0: Oi Vey.
2: Um and then at the same time. I don't know how you guys are building your team. Maybe you're building it with your favorite players. Maybe you're building it to be the toughest team. Me, personally, I wanted to get the best players I could and build the line that I thought would be a really fun line to either watch or be hard to play against. I don't know how you two built your team. so Or thought about it, at least. We can't build the team because we're doing a draft, obviously, and we can't pick the same players. But
0: So I picked... My list, at least. Yeah, <laughs> my my list is ordered by... If if I could not have to worry about the aspect of time and when these players were drafted, how ridiculous just would be this... It's going to be
1: the best team I could possibly make.
0: I mean, me too, but okay. mine would be like, how so ridiculous are, would it be
1: as, as all a, of them together? My best and your best might be two different things is all I'm saying.
0: Well, I mean...
1: Yep, yeah, exactly. That's going to be the fun part. Plus, I have favorites that I just
2: can't get away from, you know... Can we pick
1: prospects.
0: Ooh. <laughs> you, can, Ooh. you can do whatever Dude, you want. If, Gabe if you, number one overall, baby.
2: If they've worn a Kings jersey, you They're can pick game. them. So yes, Gabe Bellardi has played a game.
0: Ooh. Can, but there's no way to tell if that player is better than the players that we pick that may or may not have years so with the Kings.
2: We're gonna post. You're gonna post these on Twitter for us, right? Each team, and you'll put a poll. See who who did the best, and yep. then. Uh, we'll let other people kind of show us their teams too.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to do like screenshot images. One, two, three. And I, I'm kind of debating and I know we're doing this live. I might edit it out. I probably won't, but I might not put the names of each team and then it'll be kind of like a blind draft for those who haven't listened yet and see if they vote on it. I think that would be kind of fun, but.
1: Oh, for sure. Keep it blind. All right. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Well, I mean, everyone's going to pick Tanner because
0: it's his birthday. I mean, they might. Yeah, but they some might people might not hear it yet. The
2: post on Twitter first. Yeah. yeah, true. All right, Tanner, start us up. Who's the first pick of the On the Throne podcast?
1: The number one overall LA pick. LA Kings. in the LA Kings mock draft. Number one pick was to the one and only Wayne I knew Ransky. It. Well, I mean, I would hope How, so. could, you, how could you not take
0: that? I again? knew he was going to pick it. Whoever got first was gonna pick it.
1: I I almost
2: didn't want first just for that reason. Because I really just like it's so obvious I didn't want to be that obvious.
1: Yeah. I'm not obvious.
0: I see that's how great of a person I am, Tanner. I gave you Wayne Gretzky for your birthday.
1: Exactly. Think about that. You should be a GM. I should be. I mean, I think that's an okay pick. It
2: might not be the best pick, but it's decent.
1: It's the best pick. Let's be real here. (laughs) That's fair. Yeah, he's I don't know, it's debatable. He's so it's Wayne not the great one, Gretzky?
0: Oh, the great one. But
1: Oh, that's what I thought.
0: But as we've seen with uh <clears throat> the Oilers and the Leafs, it doesn't matter how great one player is. You have to build yeah, a team. People might, I mean, the dude,
1: the, some people let's be real. Go ahead. <laughs> some people might say Robin the great one Regeer. He might be the great one in someone's book. You don't know you never know. No, no, no. No, it's
2: Robin the Sniper Regeer. Oh, that's
0: true.
1: Uh-oh. We were Riker, there. There's few I'm people saying. that know about that. <laughs> Riker Jordan's one of them. I don't think the water bottle was there for that one. I don't think I was.
2: O.T. Winner. O.T. Winner. O-T winner. So, I mean, Wayne Gretzky only won nine hearts. So, I mean, that's a, it's an okay pick.
0: It's a it's, – Anyway. It's Dees.
1: It's a safe pick. It's a really safe pick in my opinion. Yeah. Well,
2: so now that that's over with, this draft can go anywhere. Vance, who do you got at number 2?
0: Well, I'm going to I'm going to shock some people. Um. Whew, I mean, this guy in his prime, you can't beat him. So the second overall pick in the on the I throne draft goes to Wait, where's where, We have a trade to in it. Now. I'm just kidding. It goes to none other than <laughs> Prime candidate for so many awards jonathan quick
2: i hate you that's who i was gonna pick at three i mean i fucking hate you
1: if you i have to, to if i didn't have the number one pick that's who i was taking first overall
0: that's exactly what i thought yeah. you yeah. hey you I wanted back-to-back been. picks and you get back-to-back picks and you're probably going to pick two of my picks in your back-to-back
2: No, i don't know because um quick was going to be the guy for me just because like obviously the best Kings goaltender ever. One of the best goaltenders ever, period. Like plus he's insanely fun to watch. Oh, so yeah. yeah, I hate you for that.
1: Vintage um prime Jonathan
2: Quick. Ooh, so now I gotta better. now
1: I gotta think who I wanna pick.
0: I mean to be sure. fair, if you would have picked Quick, I'm not gonna give you names, but just for the memes, I was gonna pick Ben Scribbins. <laughs>
1: That's cute. Like, I was gonna take Peter Budai. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> you, why you do that to me, man? All right. Pick <laughs> Peter Budai. All
2: right. I guess I'm up at number three then. Yep. And uh, recency bias, maybe. ruh Still one of my favorite players. But I know.
1: We're going here.
2: I build yep. the team down the middle, and you got um, to gotta take Kopi at center. I knew it. I mean – if you can't have Wayne, Kopi, two Selkies, two Cups, a Lady Bing, over 1000 points, almost never hurt. Just Mr. Consistent leads the team in scoring most of his career besides like one season like I got to take him as your center.
0: Oh, I know what he's doing with this one. And uh Oh, you sneaky. No, bitch. I don't think
2: you do. I think you'll I think you'll be surprised with this. So oh, no. since you took quick, I'm going to go defense. I knew it. And don't. Doing research today, I, I honestly had no idea that this guy played for the Kings. It was before don't my time.
1: Say it. I'm looking at him right now on my screen, bro.
2: I don't know if you are, but I'm going to take Paul Coffey as my first defense. Whoa. Guy.
1: Check out the Discord, bro. Check out Discord.
2: The dude played 1,400 games, 1,500 points. He's four-time cup winner, three-time Norris. Like, I, I just – you. I, there's no other defenseman that you pick there. Um, he only played parts of two seasons with the Kings. 60 games, 62
1: points, 9 goals. But you get him in your prime, that's who I'm taking.
0: That's unbelievable. That's a fantastic pick.
1: I'm very disappointed. I was going to try to sneak under the radar with that one. Wow. Did you have him on your list, Vince?
0: I did not. I yeah. did not. See,
2: I almost was tempted not to take him, just to see if I could sneak him later, but... It's, I didn't want him want to lose him, so
0: I mean I'm gonna be yeah. honest I have four or five sneaky players that I'm gonna stick under there, but my defensemen are a little low. Um to be honest. I mean I'll I'll say who I have on my list. I think we should all kind of just like highlight a little bit of what well, we, we can do that we
1: could do that after, right? That's what yeah, I'm saying yeah, 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 at the end. The same thing. Make sure you cut that out. What?
2: Alright, so uh Vance, you're up with your second <laughs> pick.
0: Ooh, I didn't know I was gonna have to make this choice so early, um, but I like what you said. Starting down the middle, um, I, I'm gonna go with Marcel Dion.
2: Good pick, solid, solid, solid pick. I think I had him on there.
0: I think building him out as I didn't have as one didn't of have the greats. On. Didn't have anyone. What I mean?
1: To be honest, I only had Wayne Gretzky as my center. <laughs>
0: That's the only oh, one on your God. list that you had?
1: <laughs> no, I had copia at D.I. I was going to go Kopey okay. next, and, uh, then Marcel after him. Well, it's a good thing I you just, got your center. So,
2: I personally, again, Marcel Dion was before my time. So I, I can't really. I don't know much about him, so I looked up stats. I mean, 1,700 points, almost 1,800 points. So, like, obviously the dude could score. He played most of his career with the Kings, 921 Come on, games. Bro. Yep. Triple, yep, crown, triple line. crown line, thirteen hundred points with the Kings. Two Lady Bings, two um, Ted Lindsay's, one Art Ross. Like can't go wrong. I just like a little bit more size at center. So
0: yeah, I agree. You know,
2: each their own. And
1: all right. Bill and greatness. all right
0: Tanner gets two.
1: Well, since we're there, and Jonathan Quick's taken, I guess I'll take the second best goalie. I'll take Rogie. All right. Like all right, gonna be my number two pick, and then my third pick. Uh oh, you don't I want to
2: talk about Rogi. You he's just, just gonna to skip just right
1: past right. Rogi. Yeah, no. past Rogi
2: Michon? All you right. already know my boys' scores. Do skipping
1: skipping right past Rogi. <laughs> <laughs> he, he? All right, all right. He's Carry hanging up. up in the rafters. Everyone knows about him. It's fine. Um, my next pick, though, <sighs> it's a tough one here, boys. Oh no, tough one here. But if I'm making my team. And we're talking about left wings i'm gonna take luke robitaille Ooh. I mean, All
2: right. if you're gonna take the first wing you better take
1: luke <laughs> <laughs> yeah no
2: kidding
0: uh yeah uh, he was he was high up on my list for wing but back to uh, you so, yeah. water bottle. Oh man I got
2: some stats real quick. Rogie Vachon, two cups, hundred and seventy one wins with the Kings with a nine oh one save percentage, thirty two shutouts. Not bad, not bad. And then obviously everybody knows Luke's stats over eleven hundred points.
1: We I mean and let's be real goals like
2: with the Kings, like won a cup with Detroit.
1: Go back to these goalie stats real quick. I mean Jonathan Quick is, you know, like probably my all-time favorite player, but
2: I think he's he, up there for all of us.
1: But the thing is, Rogie didn't get these overtime wins and these shootout wins. So no, they had ties back in the day. They had ties back in the day, exactly. That's so that's a very good point. But I mean, but I mean,
2: I know it's a different game. Quick, nine twenty-one save percentage in the playoffs.
1: Like, that's uh, just. I'm, yeah, Conn Smythe in 2012. Yeah,
0: I think that's what did it for me was some recency bias, but at the same time,
2: no, when you have two goalies like of
0: that caliber to choose from that have been in your system for as long as those two have. You can't be mad at it. It's a good problem to have.
2: Um, I mean, mad. like I said, Vance, if you didn't take quick, I was taking them. Yeah. So, all right, so who do you got for your third pick?
0: Oh, this is gonna surprise. Or maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. But many people don't know why I like the number 33. No? Okay. Nobody knows. Don't
1: say Willie Mitchell.
2: Oh. No, it's not.
0: Oh, no, it's not. It is the first player that I was like, that's my boy. As a young little squirt of a Kings fan is my boy. Zygmunt.
2: Uphalfing. Yeah, I had a feeling you would take him. That's cool. A little off the board.
0: Yeah.
2: That's one of your board. favorite player type picks right yeah, there. Yeah, and
0: he was hovering around the 40 goal mark with the Kings. Can't be mad at production. He didn't leave on great terms, okay. but that's fine. Whatever, you know, like we move on.
2: No, but he was like the first player you were drawn to. So like, that's awesome. I like it. I dig it. It's a little I, I bit respect of
0: nostalgia nostalgia. listo. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying,
2: but yeah, All right, so. he, takes,
0: he takes my third pick, so it comes down to Riker. Are you gonna throw us another left, left field?
1: Crazy he did shit? Well, I mean, his last pick wasn't for left field. I was taking him if he wasn't.
2: So since you guys went away from defense, I'm just gonna make the best defensive pair on this, and it sucks, Drew, as you guys know, is probably. He's, again, one of my favorite players, like most Kings fans of our age. But
1: but you're taking his boss, dude.
2: Nope, I am not. I am actually even going off the board further than that. I am going to pick Larry Robinson.
1: What? Ooh. (laughs)
2: Six cups, two Norrises, a Conn Smythe, 1,300 games, almost 1,000 points. Wow. Played uh, his, like, 37, 38, 39-year-old seasons with the Kings. Had 75 points, nothing crazy, but he you was one of prime. the best defensemen yeah. of that era. So him and Paul Coffey, I have a feeling, will be pretty solid lockdown deep air, plus they're going to provide a lot of offense. Yeah,
0: that's and, a, uh, a pick.
2: Since you guys went goalie, I'm not going to go goalie. That will be my last pick, since you guys aren't taking any more of them. And uh, we'll go with the winger. And he might not be... The best because there's some good names to choose from, but Jerome ginla in his prime Ooh. is such a solid player. He's tough, he's fast, he can score. He's just an all-around beast. So I'm taking him and his 1,300 points.
0: Yeah, no kidding.
2: Because I mean, I, I liked watching him when he got traded to the Kings. I think it was his last season. He only played 19 games, but I just loved love me some Jerome ginla So.
0: Yeah, and he was a good person too. He cared about people. That's a great pick right there. He's a good guy to be around. Yeah, that's that's. He was on my list. He's on my list here, but I'm not gonna lie. He he may have been second on my list for wingers. Oof. So.
2: Yeah, he he dude. He's just an all around just. He's just a solid fucking winger. Sign me up for that.
0: Yeah.
2: All right. All right, Mance. Who do you got? What do you need? You need a winger
1: and what? Do defense.
0: I need no, I need one one D, one wing, one C. Oh yeah,
1: center.
2: you should yeah. So I'm sorry about my dogs barking.
0: That's <laughs> they're good talks. write down, check They're good dogs. Oh man. Do I go defense or do I go with my wing to lock down? Do the that Jeopardy down? music. Do uh, the Jeopardy do, music. Do, girl. Do, do, Nobody can tell you what to do. I
2: just know that uh, Tanner needs two defensemen and you need two defensemen. And me personally, I had like five defensemen that I really liked on my list. So yeah.
0: Alright, I'm doing it. Some of you may doubty me, but I'd never doubty myself. <laughs> he is my pick for this one.
2: You know, can't argue with it.
0: You can't doubty it.
1: Gotta dude's, love the dudes won everything. Gotta love Drew.
2: Gotta love Drew. Already, a, already a thousand games played.
1: And- All right. No, well. But. Um. But since he took that, I guess I'm just gonna stack D here. I'm going the boss man. you going, Rob break. Blake. That's He gonna game. private my offense, and then you know what? Just because I got Wayno on my team, you know I got to go with this boy, Mister Curve Stick, Marty oh, McSorley. No.
2: Oh, my God. You did not actually take McSorley.
1: Hell, yeah, dude. I got to keep waiting on healthy.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Off the ropes, this. bro. Off the ropes you said? Here.
2: I thought you said you were going with the best overall team you could build. <laughs> I should have known. I should have known better.
0: You know that name is Cursed, right? You can't say that name. This guy. it. He said it. All right. Well, getting down to the... Oh, boy. All right. Well, since nobody else picked him, and I understand it, because he's kind of the mid-range guy, you know? Fantastic defenseman in a lot of ways, but he wasn't the top pair. But I'm going with Mr. Jazz Hands himself.
1: Going with T-Hands. Over Jacob
0: Muzzin? Yes. Over Jacob Muzz.
1: Over Robin Regeer? Yes. Over Rege- about DM from Yeah.
2: You didn't want to go with the old Slava Voinov?
1: Or your boy, bro. You always talk about him. Big Mac, dude. Curtis McDermott. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> he's got a Stanley Cup, dude. Yeah, Martinez has two. And he's on every picture that celebrates. You said, him. and Mr. Jordan, watch your mouth about my team, bro. I got everything I need now. You just wait till my wing pick and we'll see who's got the, the better team, Mr. No Goalie.
0: He doesn't need wait, to pick a so, goalie yet.
2: Yeah. Um, alright, so then is it is it my turn to pick my last two picks?
0: Yes. Yep.
2: Alright, so I guess this is where I go off the board a little bit.
0: You haven't been off the board. Maybe yet.
2: some of you think that. Maybe some of you don't. But this is my favorite player pick, and that's Dustin Brown.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: He's captain in the line. You put him, Ginla together. They're both power forwards. They're going to fuck some shit up. Let them just go lay the body and Kobe down the middle. Cannot, cannot complain. I would love to watch that line. ginla has got the goal scoring. Brownie kind of does it all. So that would be my forward line. And then, uh, again, another player I had no idea played any time with the Kings. Terry Shawchuk in net. Yeah, four cups, four Vesnas. He only played one season with the Kings, and it wasn't great. Ten wins, seventeen losses, eight ninety-one save percentage, but <laughs> none of that matters because <laughs> he won four cups and four Vesnas, and he had some really good numbers in the prime of his career.
1: So, all right, that is my team.
0: That is a fantastic team. That is a fa- well fantastic starting lineup
1: let's let's just we'll talk about fantastic let's finish this draft up
0: <laughs> so i have a my Tanner's last pick. pissed. I have my last pick huh yep huh what do you need? I just winger? need a winger yeah i feel like there's some good ones i feel like what does tanner need a wing oh you do huh
2: there's still at least Plenty, three, bro. four good Plenty. names. I, I, you know, I there's like,
1: f- I have four written down, and it doesn't really matter. I could take any of them. I mean, I actually have five because I got to put Toffoli on my list just because that's my boy. But I'm not taking him.
0: Well, I'm not taking Toffoli either. He is on my list, but
1: I'm not taking him
0: um, because I feel like there is one player that you might like the most, and I'm gonna I'm gonna steal away as I can, and it's your yeah. birthday, and you already got Gretzky, so come on. Uh, but Mr. Game 7 hasn't been picked yet, and he deserves it, man. Prime. You know what, Mr. Game 7? So, you know
2: what's interesting is I didn't have him on my list, and I love Mr. Game 7, and I thought about putting him on there just because we're,
1: of, you know... We're talking about maker. best players in their prime. There's... Mr. Game 7 was great. Thanks for that, Cup. But... Uh-oh. How are you gonna Tanner, pass? You, up? Picked,
2: you picked Marty McSorley. You're not yeah. one to talk right now. Yeah, and he's gonna lay out. He's gonna that.
1: break Paul Coffey's oh, leg. <laughs> okay, all
2: right, all right. Anyways, let's so we're hear it, move Tanner. on. Who do you got?
1: I was gonna take uh, you know that one guy, but I'm actually gonna take Dave Taylor. Oh, and off my oh, teams, Dave Taylor's on the list.
0: Smart. Yeah, he's on my list too. But well, all right.
2: So should we do an overview real quick of our teams?
1: Recap, recap.
2: Recap. All right, man. So let's hear your team real quick.
0: All right. Um, I've got Jonathan Quick in net. Got Marcel Dion as center. I got Palfi and Williams as wings. And Dowdy and Martinez on defensive pair.
1: Well, we know who's not gonna win the Stanley Cup. The guy with <laughs>
0: McSorley, because he's gonna let's go for say- the curved stick and get a penalty. Let- right. Let's take the second right, best team,
1: Riker. Go ahead.
2: No, no, Tanner, go ahead. You go first.
1: All right, well, you're 2022-2023 uh, <laughs> on the throne podcast, Stanley Cup champions in net, Rogi Vashan. on defense. Two guys I wouldn't go to battle with anyone else with. But there's nobody else I'd rather go to battle with than with these guys right here. And that's Rob Blake and Marty McSorley. And rounding out, you know, here's our fourth line. We're going to start him tonight. You know, we got Wayne Gretzky. Yep. We'll just listen to that Wayne Gretzky, boys. (laughs) Not only do I have Wayne Gretzky, I have Luke Robitaille. (laughs) (laughs) One of the best King's Wings ever, if not the best. Dave Taylor. Beautiful.
2: All right, that's cute and all, but, like, I have Kopi playing center. Who's going to do his thing? I have and Wayne Gretzky luck. playing
1: center.
2: Good luck dealing with the Sim Brown and Jerome McGinley.
1: Kopi uh, in his prime. Wayne and Gretzky in his prime.
2: At the yeah, but one has two selkies, one doesn't. You know, I don't care about the hearts or the rocket Richards or any of that. All right, Kopi is Kopi. And Wayne, uh, I Wayne also, Gretzky. I also, I also have the best d pair out of all three of us. So you also
1: I don't have the worst going
2: with Larry Robinson mm-hmm. and. Uh, Paul Coffey, worst goalie. Did you not hear what I was talking about?
1: I heard what you're talking about.
2: Four cups, four Veznas? Rogan Vashon doesn't even have a Vezna.
0: I, I, I wouldn't say Do that some Coach research. Is, is the worst goalie by any
2: means. Yeah. Hey,
0: to each so their then, own.
2: Terry Sawchuck. and uh, Free country. So good luck in your attempt at a team, Tanner. But <laughs> we all know who really drafted the best team here. And that's the guy that did the most research. So, GGs. better luck next time.
0: Gigi's <laughs> actually really nice. <laughs> man, throwing on <laughs> GGs. Okay, so let's let's. Okay, hold, hold, for, gonna, for all you for all you
1: gamer nuts out there, we'll we'll say like Riker's team. Like, if he had a KD, it would be like point seven five. Your average gamer, okay? And then there's my team. It's like. I don't know, dude, I'll be sliding around on the ice like Joe-O, bro, with like a 5.0 KD compared to your team, dude. This man out here. Okay, so I really am
0: regretting giving you Gretzky first. Just saying. That was a mistake. I didn't, I didn't dude, know what you were going to be running around the ring that. like your Mike Tyson telling everybody how great
1: you are. <laughs> okay, you picked Marty McSorley. Why don't you sit down for a second? Chill out, Martin McSorley would make all your boys sit down, dude. He made everybody right. sit so, down because uh... he
0: sent us home in the only <laughs> Stanley Cup final appearance the, dude... that the Kings have had outside of 12 and 14. So
2: the dude was the dude was out there to fight people, and Tanner thinks he's going to be able to handle Jerome McGinley <laughs> constantly. Like, come on, bro, bro.
1: Hey, once the you knock dude, him out, you don't got to face you're... him too much more.
2: They don't have to fight. And was an. Av- I don't know if you remember, but a Gimla was remember
1: he again, but he ain't no Marty McSorley. Right. Any-
2: anyways, who were some of the extras you guys had? I'll tell you, uh,
1: I had Yari Curry of- for sure.
2: Yep, he was on there for wings. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't take him because him and Gretz, but that's what I was gonna uh, take.
1: I had Marco another Stern. one of
2: my favorite, another one of my favorite players that I had. That this I didn't said Marco Stern. <laughs> <laughs> uh mike richards as you guys know was one of my favorite players it sucks that
1: i know dude he I didn't
2: have you. a long career but mike richards in his prime man just such a fun player to watch so
1: and i i I know you love mike richards dude, but i looked at him, his stats as a king bro they were not good did you look i at have them right here
2: 257 games played 48 goals 133 points but he also was part of bringing that – like turning the franchise around and oh, bringing yeah. that culture.
1: That
2: was it was just sucks. He played such a tough game for a smaller dude, so.
1: Oh, 100%. Um,
2: another one that I figured one of you guys would pick was uh, Larry Murphy, defenseman, drafted fourth overall by the Kings, 1,600 games played, 1,200 points.
1: If I didn't take I mean, Marty, i was taking him, dude.
2: I would have taken him over Marty McSurley, but that's that's just me. Maybe even over Alec Martinez, you know, but to each their own. Um, all three goalies that were picked is who I had on my
1: list. I had Yutaka Fuji up there. He was gonna be my next goalie pick. <laughs> if we had a backup goalie, it'd be Utaka Fuji, dude. I wasn't kidding about um,
0: Scrivens, by the way. I had Scrivens on my I'm, list second. I'm
2: surprised nobody wanted to take Prime Marion Gabrick. He's,
1: He's on my list. Son.
0: He was on my list, but he was
2: lower. Yeah, he was definitely lower. He was like five or six on my another list. Another
1: guy, another huge part of the, like the Cups, uh, Jeff Carter. Yep.
0: yep, Jeff Carter for yeah, sure. You're talking a big game about either. Jeff Carter. In the, well, we were talking about this earlier today, and I thought for sure you would have had Carter picks. I didn't even put him on the like high-up part of my list.
2: Um, Another one that had a very short run with the Kings but was a really good player in his prime, Vincent LeCavier.
1: Yep. I had Bernie Nichols on my list too.
2: Bernie Nichols, for sure. Wayne Simmons. Like I know he didn't he didn't he wasn't anything crazy, but another solid just player.
1: Ludge Goring. He was on my list.
2: There's so many players. I'm sure there's even more that we're not even bringing up, but well, I
0: mean,
1: as a joke, I had
0: Marco Stern, but I also had I had Camilleri, I had Ian Le LaPer- Ian LePerrier, I had uh Jack Johnson, Matt Green. Lubomir visnovsky Robin Regeer.
2: Robin Regeer <laughs> totally
1: was on my list. <laughs> no, forgot person. the sniper, bro. Robin the Sniper Regeer. Oh, I can't oh, forget it. his middle name. Dude, that was the best night. Do you remember the chant me and TJ got going or TJ and I got going? Oh, man. Dude, TJ and I advanced. We got the – it was an awful call, dude. We got the ref you suck chant going, dude. No lie. Good. Me and TJ Popov up, up just started screaming it in the whole stadium, bro. At the time Staples Center was just on their feet screaming ref you suck.
0: When was this? What game was that?
1: This was twenty fourteen, I think, the year they won the cup. Was it like regular season it was or dude, was it playoff game? It was a it was yeah, a regular was a season, season a regular game against regular. Columbus. Oh. Robin Regeer, won it from a from a fucking like a deflection, sneaks out to the blue line and snipes it past whoever their goalie was. I think, I think it was like Oski. a
2: four four on three power play or something. I I don't remember. But uh Anyway, I'm since we're getting to... into personal experiences, should we talk about how we each became Kings fans and stuff? Get that, get that going.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that was fun, good little
1: draft. But uh, I'll go first. Go for it, Tanner, birthday boy first. I usually don't like going first in these, but I'm gonna go first right, today.
2: Cool. You know what? So, yeah, I don't I'm want probably you go first.
1: no. I'm probably the newest Kings fan out of these three. Um. So you growing are. up, you are growing up. I. Grew up not really going to NHL games, but I was going to ECHL games, minor league games all the time from like fifth grade. So, like, I don't know, like 2005 is when I started watching hockey for the first time. My parents, my family wasn't really hockey fans, so we didn't watch it growing up. Went to my first game, I fell in love. And at the time, they they were filled, right? Yeah, the Condors, man. At the time, they didn't have an affiliate but their first affiliate they got um uh, i i can't remember I, I know at one point they were like a secondary affiliate of the Kings and i remember I went to a game and they had uh a Kings player who was it i'm blanking it was like two it was my second year going this it was like 2006 and they had uh i'm blanking on who it was it was a Kings player though and uh he was there, and so I was like, oh, I don't have a team, so I was like, I might as well start like, liking the Kings, and then went to my first game in 2014 with Riker. Uh, I always talked about hockey, and then uh, Riker took me to a game, and went to a Kings game first, and I was already rooting for the Kings. Never really went to a game, and then we went and fell in love. That's how I became more. What of a Kings game, game was it? Was it the Avalanche game? It was that avalanche game, like right before Christmas. We went to that morning game.
2: When us and the wives went,
1: it was well girlfriends at the time. But yeah, we sat like fourth row, like center ice, Mm -hmm. and that's when Kopitar uh, won it in the shootout. Mike Richards like had that weird goal too. Like it was like like he like went for a deflection and it bounced up and just like fluttered over the goalie. Uh, Varlamov, bro. Awesome.
2: I remember that. I remember that for sure.
1: It was so um, cool, well, like, guess- like you were telling me, like the, like the crowd, man. Like the, even those minor league games, they were cool. Like, but they're not skilled enough. Like, I went to those minor league games because I loved watching the fights. Like they fought three fights a three three fights a night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so back in old, like, the olden, go jungle. to a Kings game, bro, and like just the, like the atmosphere is full of fun at those games. Then I went to a Kings game, man, and it was just unreal.
2: The only thing, only other sporting event that I've been to that is better than like hockey or playoff hockey is like international soccer usa mexico at the rose bowl oh, yeah. was incredible but other than that it's a hockey all day so i guess uh we'll go newest to oldest so i will uh say i have always been into hockey i played roller hockey here where we lived because that's all we had um but i never really watched the nhl until Every time I went over and stayed at Vance's house, we'd sleep out in the garage, and we'd always just turn the Kings game on if it was on. So we'd have it on while we were playing video games in the background. So we'd pay attention, you know, Dustin Brown. He was young at the time, and then uh, I never went to an NBA game. So for one of my birthdays, me and my girlfriend at the time, we went down to L.A., and we wanted to go see LeBron play, and he was in town playing the Clippers. So we went to that game, and Vance was living down there. So
1: Back when LeBron was good.
2: Yes, Prime LeBron. I had to go see Prime LeBron. Miami anyways, LeBron Vance, Yes, Miami LeBron. Vance lived down there, so we wanted to get together and hang out, and he was just like, Well, why don't we go to a Kings game? And I'm like, you know what? That sounds like a great idea. I've never been to a Kings game. This was twenty twelve at the time, I think. Vance. Right before they it won was, the cup, yeah. Yeah, it was so I'm gonna sound like a bandwagon fan, but nah. anyways, it was my I'm first time going to a twenty
1: fourteen. I was a bandwagon fan too then.
2: And uh I think we were they were playing the stars. We were sitting in, like, one side of the arena in the corner, I think, up, like, second deck, maybe.
0: No, it was 114. Or second level. It was, like, top Oh, of so Oh, yeah, it was
2: bowl. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and um, I think the Kings won in a shootout, yep. I believe. And it was just, like, right around the time they went on the run after they hired Daryl Sutter, or right before they hired Daryl Sutter. And they went on a run, and the rest was history.
0: And that's when it sunk the, in.
2: been a... Die hard Kings fan sense. And it's only gotten worse and worse every fucking season. <laughs> <Except> <laughs> I just dig deeper and deeper, bro. Now I'm into prospects and this and that. And here we are doing a podcast.
0: I mean, that's the thing is I remember you would tell me all the time, like how are the Kings doing? I was like, not so good. It's bad. Yeah. I remember like really early on you said you liked the avalanche. And I think this was, it was either before or it was several years after they won the cup because they weren't doing great, but they were probably like, you know, not a few notches above the Kings. And I was like, I respect that. You know, you like the Avalanche. That's cool. And you're like, well, I mean, they're kind of fun to watch, I guess. I don't know. They were on the TV the other day and we didn't really talk a lot about it because we were both young and I'd rather do something outside uh, yeah, or whatever.
2: We were always doing all kinds of
0: shit. Yeah. Like I
2: said, the Kings games were always just on in the background.
0: But I remember you jumped so hard into it. I remember you used to watch basketball all the time. That was your sport. And then all of a sudden I'm like, well, you know, there's this team. Yeah. (laughs) Ever since that day. And then Tanner jumps on like right after that. And I think that's the, the most important thing is it doesn't matter how long you've been a Kings fan. It matters if you jump off the bandwagon.
2: Tanner, I swear we went to that game in
0: 2013. Yeah, I think it was 13. Because it was the end of twenty
1: thirteen. It was the end of twenty thirteen, going into twenty fourteen. Oh, it was that Christmas? That it was right around I Christmas.
0: Of, yeah. Right.
2: I swear it was a season in between bro, I, the cup runs. No, nah, they won the, the cup 12, that year, bro. Season.
1: Because it was the same oh. year into the stadium series game.
2: Yeah, oh. I don't know. I just I thought that like I got so into hockey, and me and you started hanging out a lot. Then you started watching. Like I, then
1: we took you to the Kings game, and then
2: we went Probably through that see, first bro. playoff run. Oh, okay, well, you would know better than I.
1: I. I because we were talking, I was like, I started watching the team and they win the Stanley Cup. I was like, I got to watch every year now. Yeah.
2: Oh, what a good run that was, too. What a fucking first playoff run for you.
1: Yeah, I mean, me, it. too.
2: I got to watch the 2012 run, but the 2014 run with all the Game 7s and the reverse Bro, I, sweep. I, and- I, went,
1: so I went to Game 3 of Round 1 that year when Brent Burns got that stupid goal off the shaft of his stick. I remember that. Fluttered over quick. <laughs> And I, I told you, I was like, dude, if they somehow, TJ made a post and was like, don't get ready to get swept. Be ready for like the best comeback ever. Oh, sure enough, they make a game seven. And I told you, I was like, if they make a game seven, I'm going. And you were like, ah, I shouldn't go. I shouldn't go. And I told you, dude, just come. And you're like, nah. And then you were so mad you didn't come with us.
2: I played fucking softball that night. I remember I had the game on in my pocket so I could hear the audio when I was playing. And then anytime I went in the dugout, I was watching.
1: Vance and, and I uh, went to a couple I, games up there together too. Remember the guy with the that, sharks, the shark teeth? Yeah, I do. Well, the guy in front of us I, was a dick. That the guy best thing ever, though. About busting about twenty forty that run, we I went with a couple buddies. Riker knows them. I don't. Vance, you might know one of them. Um, but uh, we got up there and like with the section we sat down, and there was like forty Kings fans like within the three rows we were in right there. So it was cool. And Sharks scored first. Kings scored, and then when Kings scored. Made it 4-2. You just hear the Go Kings Go chant rumbling in the SAP Center. It was oh, yeah. so awesome, dude.
2: Oh, man. So, so awesome. Such a good playoff run. All right, man. It's, let's hear it. Because I know you got in because of your dad, and you guys used to go to games as a kid. So let's hear it.
0: Well, so here's the best part. It is my dad who's listening right now. Hi, dad. Um, He's been Hi, a dad. Kings fan for. Hi, Ray. <laughs> He's been a Kings fan since before they played in the Forum. So that that should give uh, pretty good detail. Back in the Long Beach Center, I think it was Long Beach Arena, which conveniently holds significantly more than the Arizona Coyotes Arena right now, but I'm not going to say that. That's just mean. So lifelong Kings fan. And lived down there, obviously, you know, a couple hours drive away. And he would go to games all the time, and it was like... That's what they did. That was their fun thing. Um, my dad still to this day holds the Marty McSorley curse deep in his heart and uh, I do too. So thanks for picking him, Tanner. That's great. Oh, yeah. So, Not making any fans, Tanner. Yeah, you're, you're losing fans right now. Twitter followers are going down. But
1: So I'm about to be born. I did it because I did it for Wayne Gretzky, boys. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Wayne wouldn't be Wayne without him back in the day.
0: That's a lie, but okay. Continue. (laughs) So I'm about to be born. Um, I'm born on the 31st of January. And the Kings play the Chicago Blackhawks on the 1st of February, 92. And I have the DVD somewhere. I might upload it to the internet because it's that badass. But my dad called in a few favors with a few other friends and asked and pegged and pleaded that they would announce that a new Kings fan was born. So as Gretzky was about to take a face off at Center Ice, Bob Miller, the legendary Bob Miller, announces my name as a new Kings fan that's born in Ventura. I didn't believe my dad forever. And if he would have showed me proof, I would have believed it. But apparently he had a recorded this whole time. So unbelievable. That's gives awesome. me the, gives me the DVD. And ever since then, you know, I had my ups and downs as a fan because, again, you know, I was a kid. Sports wasn't really my thing, but if I did have a sport, it was hockey. And if I did have a team, it was nobody else but the Kings. And then I went to a few games. I definitely went to a game when I was a lot younger, um, and it's where I became a fan of Ziggy Palfi and the entire team of that that era. I think it was 05, six somewhere in there, and my uncle pulled a few strings. When we went to that game, and I got to sit in Jim Fox's chair in the broadcasting booth and right on his screen, which if he heard that now might not think it's so funny, but <laughs> I wore his headphones too. I got to take a tour of like the whole uh, the whole arena at Staples. I got to see you know how they took the whole ice, like the put the ice back together, and the boards came down and prepared it for basketball that night. I got like the whole experience, and it stuck with me and I knew I was never gonna be a fan of anybody else. And then I lived in LA right before they won the cup. So in those years, I spent time in Los Angeles and I have never been around an atmosphere that made me feel the way that it did. You know, I've been to sports games and stuff like that, but hockey's different, man. And this team is like and there,
2: something. There was always something that seemed to keep you and your dad close. Like it was always something you guys kind of bonded over
0: yeah especially when oh. uh you know he's a Raiders fan back from when they were the LA Raiders and right. then uh you know I asked him who is the team that you hate the most as a Raiders fan and he said the Cardinals and uh I asked you who's a good team to follow in, in football and he said the Cardinals. <laughs> and I was like all right I'll be a Cardinals fan so then I kept the rival you know. but yeah Kings and hockey no right, I know just, it. it goes so much deeper than I ever thought a sport would would take me as a as a person.
2: I'm, I'm jealous of that though. Like you and your dad get to bond over Kings hockey. My dad could care less about Kings hockey. He'll listen to me babble on about it, but
0: he doesn't care. You and your dad went to a game awesome. too, didn't you? What?
2: Yeah, I got I got two tickets, and I think uh, I didn't go. It was either you couldn't go, or Renee couldn't go, or neither one of you wanted to go or couldn't go. I, and
1: I couldn't. Go. I remember you asked me, like, if you can't go, I guess I'll just take my dad. And I was like, dude, I can't go.
2: Yeah. So my dad uh, went. and He enjoyed it. You know, he got up and cheered. The King Linden Bay had a really nice play that set up a goal, which is funny to hear. But
1: um, it was like I said, like the joy I'm that gonna, I got, the amount of fun I had and excitement I had going to that my first Kings game was so Nothing awesome like, it, like so then like i take my girlfriend or i went with my girlfriend at the time wife now with them she loved it and then i was like oh cool i got a niece and nephew i take them they loved it um then i finally took my dad to a game because he's he loved he likes hockey too but he's never been to an nhl game went to all those games he loved it um, and then I ended up meeting some other Kings fans around where we live, and I ended up actually proposing to my wife, Center Ice at Staples Center. That's a amazing.
2: Yes, you did. I forgot too. about that. All
1: right, when Center you- Ice, I- dude.
2: <laughs> I think my favorite memory of me and you, like in a Kings memory, is uh, when they won the cup in 2014, you lived right around the corner from me and i just remember <laughs> as soon as they won the cup i hear you running up the street let's fucking go <laughs> and you come busting in my door and we were just sitting there watching all the interviews and celebrating and oh good times
1: uh. Yeah. I ran it with the jazz hands, bro. I just remember, ran it like Alec <laughs> Martinez with the jazz I hands,
2: think, bro. I think you had like a a big banner or like a blanket, a king's blanket or something that you were like the banner with, I, said, I
1: "Go Kings!" Guy got like got a or yeah. Something. yeah.
2: Oh uh. I just remember I could hear you coming. <laughs> Good times.
0: I think that's the craziest part about it is how it doesn't make a lot of sense for us all to be hockey fans for the rest of the people in, you know, the US or the world because it's southern California, I guess. Central California. So it's dry. There's no ice here. There's no snow here. But we, it's just such a good sport. I you can't
1: you can't pick I, anything I better still, than this, man. Yeah, I still want to I still got a memory though like I want to talk about. Uh-oh. All right. So, obviously, minus a fact, when I proposed to my wife, that game was awesome. We had a suite. Our suite was down low. Uh, It was called the Locker Room Suite. It was right next to where the Kings would warm up and play a little soccer game in the hallway. Um, Became one of my favorite players after that game is Kyle Clifford. How cool that guy was. He took a selfie with us, asked if we wanted anything, asked if I wanted to play soccer with him. Um, Loved that. But besides that, I think my favorite memory... Uh there's there's two that game 7. Unfortunately, you guys weren't with me. That was that's one of them, but my favorite memory is in 2014. Riker got me hooked on hockey. I think I went to tw- 13 games that year. Uh 13 games that year and three of I remember
2: them, you just every weekend you're like, "Dude, let's go to a Kings game." It's it's a Tuesday night, was, bro. They're playing. I Detroit. was 20 it for like 40 bucks. making
1: good money living at my parents' house. Dude, leave me alone.
2: I was like, bro, I and, have to work and I have to pay rent. Leave me alone. I had yeah, like Tuesdays, go.
1: Wednesdays off. I worked weekends. So it worked out. Again, weekdays were cheaper. And my wife worked at a Best Western girlfriend. So we got like $45 rooms. We'd stop like in Santa Barbara, Thousand Oaks, like halfway and just sleep there. Um, but was definitely game one of the 2014 Stanley Cup finals. The Kings go down two goals, two shitty goals, two breakaways. Drew Daddy got beat. And then I can't. I think he got beat on the second one too. I can't remember. And then Kyle Clifford scores to put it, make it two one like right before the end of the second. Kyle Clifford like punched one in just like jam jam job. And then Drew Dowdy one of probably the most memorable goal for me minus Alec Martinez's oh, hands. Drew Dowdy just straight up from the blue line walks the walks the forward walks between the defenseman between the legs top yeah. shelf and slams himself into the glass, screaming. The noise that went off in that crowd when that <laughs> happened was so unreal like how happy he was, like, celebrating, slamming into that glass. And then you guys call him Mr. Game 7. I like to call him Mr. Game 1, too. I mean, he was just the guy in the playoffs that year. He won the con Smythe. I don't remember what happened. It was a turnover, I think, at the blue line. It was Mike Richards. Uh, Justin Williams and I can't remember who else on the that. That's all I remember is that it was just like a a bad pass or something just trickles into the slot to Mike Richards and Justin Williams like over on the left circle dude slides it over to him. Justin Williams ends it like game over over ten coming back 2-0, my first Stanley Cup game and just the crowd man how and I let me tell you where my seats were I had literally Staples Center I was three hundred row three hundred. I was above the King's bench and we were one row from the top row. We were like the second to last row. <laughs> and it was, it was just so awesome, man. Just the atmosphere and how many Rangers fans were there. And they were so loud <laughs> running their mouths when they had that two goal lead to just pure heartbreak from Justin Williams. man. that <laughs> I'll never forget that moment.
2: I think the one of the most underrated things of that Cup Run was the Justin Williams uh, lock screens for everybody's phone.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot about that, dude. That was so funny.
2: Vance, you got any memories you want to share before we wrap this thing up?
1: I'm gonna
0: tie it in with yours. Like, so here's the thing: is I've been to a lot of, of King's games throughout my time, especially because I lived in LA, so I could just go to a you know forty dollar sit in the three hundreds. Whatever game they played against the Predators or the, you know Red Wings, whatever.
1: Yeah, we, like for uh, yeah. Sorry, I'm one more time real quick and then I'm done. Um, Holy about shit. that, we're 13, never going to finish. We're going to be here all night. Pe- people think thirteen games. Oh, that's not a lot when you're traveling eight hours round trip. Oh, yeah. That's a lot of games in a season. Oh, like no, 100%. It, oh, Everybody man.
2: feels sorry for him because he picked it and chose to go to
1: <laughs> hey, just If you guys day. don't know, I want to apologize for Riker Jordan. He has these really bad mood swings sometimes, and I if he's in a bad mood, it's just, it's, it's just going to be a bad night for everyone.
2: Enough's <laughs> enough, bro. We get it. You were a dedicated Kings fan <laughs> for one season. We understand. Oh, like, holy God. shit, man.
0: Hey, he's passionate, man. That's what this whole thing's about. That's why we're here. That's why we do this. Feel
2: sorry for me. I was 20 and going to a Kings game every week. Poor me.
0: <laughs> All right, so. Talk.
2: Let me ask talk.
0: I apologize. Jesus, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so uh, I'm living in, in Thousand Oaks area. And Riker texts me that, you know, we should do something. We should get together. Find something to do. I say Kings game. Well, he's he's with his at-the-time girlfriend, now wife. And uh, they're in her little Jetta. <laughs> and we, we met up in Malibu, uh, switched my truck out, and Renee did not want to drive. She was not down to drive at all. And you were like, I'm overwhelmed by the idea of driving in L.A. at night. I was like, all right, I'll drive. And I remember the sketchiest traffic coming through the ten up towards downtown. We finally get in there. You're kind of looking around like, holy shit. It's like, you can see the fog and everything. And you have like that, you know, 10 year old boy excitement. And Renee is so confused. Cause it's cold.
1: And she's young.
0: Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's a different experience than like watching basketball or watching any other sport inside. And I remember every time the crowd would chant, Like, the two of you were, like, completely focused on it. And I was like, "All right, cool. I did it. I did exactly what I was supposed to do. My dad indoctrinated me. I started spreading it. And now it's gone to all these people. And I'm just blown away by... I don't know, just how much everybody's jumped onto it. I don't think I've ever had a person say yeah kings are all right i've been to a few games and not be into it at least from what i've yep. seen and to watch you True. guys have your first one and then go to a game with tanner up in san jose and literally like that was my... me
2: passing it to him
0: yep, yep. Yeah, and we went without you my first game with tanner wasn't with you which was kind of funny because i didn't like directly turn tanner into no a Tanner. Fan. But well, you didn't really played
1: some bangers on the way home, though. That's true. Yeah, we raged hard on the way home, even though they so, lost. Uh,
2: speaking of that first game we went to, Vance, I had to look it up. They actually lost in the shootout 5-4 to four to the Dallas Stars. Yeah, they did. Kopey scored, Lewis scored, Brown scored, Jack Johnson scored. But then they get to the shootout, right? They sent out Jarrett Stoll, Dustin Brown, and Trevor Lewis. Yeah. Stonehands Lewis himself.
1: Yep. If you Brown. ever need a goal, though, there was one guy for about the Justin six he Williams. scored a year. Well, yeah, just, but no, Trevor Lewis <laughs> got that goal for you. That one, you need a goal, he got it.
2: Debatable. Mm, because we needed a goal to keep that shootout going. He didn't get it. But you saw a shootout
0: loss in state. We got to see Mike Richards fight. Yeah, that's true. Oh,
1: fuck. I forgot about Mike Richards in that fight.
0: That's when you became his fan. That's when you became a Mike oh, Richards dude. fan. Huh? I can't
1: remember. There was a fight in my first game. It was either Carcillo right before he got traded, or it was Kyle Clifford. I just can't remember who it was. I, don't I know. love fighting.
0: <laughs> it's gone soon.
2: I think that was the last win before they um, hired, or the last game before they hired... uh Daryl Sutter. It's got to be right around that time. Cool thing about My first
1: game, it was Martin Jones's eighth straight win as a starter.
2: They were on fire with Martin Jones. I remember that. That was when Cook was it. injured, huh?
1: Yeah, Scribbins yeah. sucked, and so they put in Jones and he won eight in a row. Scribbins did suck. <laughs> and then
2: the Sharks thought Jones was going to be good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just like
2: Anyways. the Leafs
0: thought Campbell was going to be good.
2: Hey, well, hopefully he's not for the Oilers. Anyways, we gonna wrap this up it's getting late
0: yeah just one a couple of quick things real quick because I did put out a post on Twitter so I have a couple quick stories they're not going to be tanner length stories don't worry but uh shout outs to some of the guys girls fans, followers uh, TC at LA Kings fan 49 says growing up my dad introduced me into becoming a king's fan and playing hockey. My first game was against the Phoenix Coyotes, and my favorite players were Palfi, Duh, Frolov, Dimitra, and Lucky Luke. Kings fan base is awesome, and Staples is the best arena.
1: That's I haven't been the, to enough arenas. That's the dude on say. Twitter that said Brant Clark was smashing someone's daughter. That's awesome. <laughs> he was the one on Twitter that I saw TC. I
2: think we need to get him on here to, to come, uh,
0: come say some things about Brant Clark. Yeah, I think so. And the other ones? Yeah, I got Morsey at 1K Morsey. Uh, posted a little bit of a essay, but it's okay because it's, it's a passionate story. So Morsey says, how I became a Kings fan. My grandma worked at one of the only ice rinks in SoCal before Gretzky was traded to the Kings and was already a fan. When Gretzky came to the Kings, my dad got super into hockey and he was a teenager. And now hockey was ingrained in my family. We all played hockey, coached youth hockey and we watch every game we can. But my moment of changing from a casual Kings fan to an obsessed Kings fan was on April 22nd, 2012, Game 5 versus Vancouver. I was 10 years old, and I remember it like it was yesterday. Every playoff game, my family would host a watch party, and everyone would come over. My dad was always very complimentary of Trevor Lewis because of his work ethic and relentless play style. I remember watching watching him 4-check I'm um, used like a bat out of hell, strip him of the puck and stole snipe it. And that's when I felt something inside of me that only sports can make you feel. And that's when I, became my guy, obsessed.
1: Dude. Trevor Lewis.
2: ain't that the truth. He's not going to like me. Cause I called him Mr. Stonehands, but I mean, I think, uh, everybody's got I them. think a lot of people can relate to that type of moment. I think that's a cool story.
1: Yeah. Well, I also watched the Kings in 2012 too, before I ever went to a game and that I, one of the first games I can remember that I like I actually got into a Kings game watching. Was the game Dustin Brown made that hit on the Sedin? I was just about to say that. I thought
0: that was a a moment for a lot of people to be like, oh, okay, now I'm a Kings fan forever.
2: That's got to be one of the most like iconic Kings moments.
0: I still ever. think it should be the statue.
2: I I, I mean, I think it's got to be him lifting the cup. But every you I think, even said, "Oh, well, they already have one. Yeah, it ain't the same." Like, I'm sorry, but him, first captain, to do it twice. Like, him just holding the cup over his head by himself. First team's captain to lift the cup is what
0: I meant. I think the silhouette of him, uh, like, where the cameraman's kind of, like, behind him a little bit, and he's, like, kissing the cup for the first time. I think it should be the one where he's squirting the water
2: bottle backwards.
0: I say so, too. It should be a fountain.
2: Well, then Mr. Water Bottle would be in it.
0: I'd be inside of, of the, the of statue. that statue, but I'm also being melted down into a body armor bottle. Even though body armor isn't who sponsors the NHL now, it's actually uh, Michael Camilleri's. What's what the hell is this thing called? It's like something. It's close to body armor,
2: anyway. I I think the Daniel Sedine hit would be a, or was it Henrik? Was it Daniel? It was Henrik. It was Daniel. It was Henrik? Either way. The Sedin hit should... uh, I'm tired, leave me alone. Okay. The Sedin hit should... uh, That would be a good statue. I don't know how they can make that work, but I think that would be a cool statue too.
0: I think it would be cool if it played like a knocking noise where you could see him clawing on the you know, clawing on the door and it's like SOS. (laughs) I don't know. Just put a laughing emoji next to it. Just little paper ones that you give to people and they can stick on it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be honest, yeah, it would suck for the Sedin's, most likely Henrik, but whatever. Um, to see that forever, out well, in front of. I don't
2: think they would. I don't think they would put their name or anything on it. I don't yeah, you know. You know who it is. Like I said, I think it'd just be too. It'd be too hard to do. I think it's just gonna be him lifting the cup, but. I guess we'll see here in a couple months, huh?
0: Yeah, I mean. February. Yeah. We got to plan like a,
1: We got to go down on a weekend where they have like a back to back at home, or like a home a home against Anaheim.
0: I think that'd be fun. I haven't been to the Honda Center to cheer for the Kings in a long time, and I definitely I'm could o- do
1: it. I'm zero two cheering for the Kings. Oh, then you can't go. Yeah, you can't go, bro. Sorry. New year, new me.
2: Okay. All right. So uh, everybody that listens to this podcast, give us a follow, and uh, give, leave us a five star rating. That's Although Vance's that you job. Follow us on. Yeah, I know, but Vance isn't getting to it. You know,
0: he's <laughs> you just like he's turning into you right time. now. See what I
2: mean, he, boys? He's, like, he's look how he is. To you. Oh, I'm gonna yeah, you're out, so can't, we, is. we can't have two Tanners talking right now. Oh so. my god, this guy. Exactly. All All right, take, dude, take it away, Vance. Take it away.
0: All right. Follow us on Twitter at OnTheThronePod. Follow each of us, Riker Jordan at Riker22, Tanner Pitts at Tanner underscore GKG, and follow me, Vance Longarini, Dustin Brown's water bottle at Longa underscore OTT. We'll be back at some point soon once some more news comes out, so expect to hear from us. But until then,
1: Go Kings, go. go Kings, go. Go Kings, go.